0: Radio MD. RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. For so many who are looking for love, looking at compatibility keys may matter, and it may be wise to do a quick review before you get too far into a relationship, says my guest, Carl Romain. He's a world champion and in United International Kung Fu Hall of Fame inductee. He's the co-owner of Matchmaking Service, Quintessential Match, and he's a lifestyle and relationship coach. Welcome to the show, Carl. So... What do couples need? My parents were married for 54 years, and, and they were still in love when my mom passed away. So what do you need in a relationship to really keep it together? Are there certain things that you specifically can point out and say, yeah, you need to be best friends, or yeah, sex really matters?
1: Yeah, I mean, all of those things actually really matter. I I look at it this way. I think there are six basic components that whether you're uh, just starting out and dating somebody or you're in a loving, long-term relationship that you should have, Uh, physical attraction, intellect, emotional makeup makes a difference, your communication skills, of course, financial and sex is very important. So,
0: you know, for years we've heard, Carl, that that sex is not the most important thing and that that fades away, that passion, that, you know, crush on somebody fades away and that it's mostly about being able to be comfortable and and compatible and all of those other things.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, sex is different uh, for the sexes, of course. Sex for a woman starts in her mind. So if there's a lack of communication, a lack of openness, conversation, then, of course, the sex is going to die. So it's really important to make sure that you're communicating effectively, that you're talking about likes and dislikes. Uh, you're really, you know, getting your partner to be curious. And there's actually some great uh, tests that you can take online to find out about your sexual uh, compatibility.
0: Well, so now what do you tell couples if they say, well, we've been together a while or this is a new guy and maybe I'm not so sexually attracted. However, they're like, you know, we're so compatible in every other way. Do you tell them that that's a deal breaker?
1: I don't tell them that's a deal breaker because for everybody, the level of sex or the amount of sex they want to have in their In their relationship it's really up to them and uh, it varies to different degrees depending on how sexual somebody is but I do encourage them to have an honest conversation about it to discuss how often how much they like uh, different fantasies or different things that they would enjoy about their sex life now again of course it's not the most important thing but I do believe it is important to have the discussion about it and to discover you know what is your partner like
0: So when you're thinking about other compatibility keys, things that you mentioned intellectual and you mentioned financial, speak about those.
1: Okay, so when it comes to intellect, you know, I have a a couple that I work with, and he's like a blue-collar kind of guy. And, you know, he loves sports, and he works really hard, and he likes getting his hands dirty. And his wife is a super intellectual, uh, you know, college-type philosophy, arts, music, uh, loves to debate. So they're very different that way. And for some people, that's okay if you can cross the chasm to the other person's interests. But for them, it's causing a struggle. Uh, so we've been working really hard to figure out, well, what kind of conversations would they enjoy having together? What subjects do they have that are mutually interesting to each other? Um, so intellect can make a huge difference in your relationship and how it impacts you, and even because your social life will be impacted because of your friends. You know, so her friends are very much like her, and his friends are very much like him, and he feels like when he's with her friends, he has nothing to contribute to the conversation. So intellect is a huge factor in getting together. Emotional makeup is, too. You know, if you're very warm and open and you're with somebody who's kind of closed off and cold, that's going to impact how you feel about them and also impact their ability to communicate their feelings. And so you may not feel that there is into you or that they love you as much because maybe it's easier for you to say, I love you, and for them it's not. So it's really important to identify their emotional makeup and how important emotions are in your relationship. Also fighting because, you know, if uh, they're one of those people who emotionally blows up, and you're one of these people who kind of stays calm during a fight, you know, that could dramatically impact your relationship. So really even just talking about it in advance, you know, how do you fight in a relationship, right, can make a big difference as well.
0: Well, you really, that couple that you were talking about described me and my husband because I'm kind of the intellectual type, and he is the blue-collar, you know, decorator, sports guy, mm-hmm. but we have found mm-hmm. things like skiing and music and all of these other things that we, you know, clicked on and connected. And I'm from a big, huge, loud Jewish family, and he's from a very tiny, nobody-talks-about-their-confrontations family. And I dragged Mm -hmm. him into my family, and he's come out of that shell quite a bit and learned, like my family, to yell and scream and make your feelings known. So sometimes, is it okay in relationships, Carl, to... You know, they say you can't change somebody else. But is it okay to try and make somebody think you're right? You
1: know, people people have to decide to change for themselves. You know, if they're changing for you, it's not authentic. You know, I really believe in being your authentic self. I, I teach couples my six steps to transformation, which are really about truth. You know, first we have to get honest and clear about what's really going on here. Then we have to look at the thinking, you know, what are the thoughts, what are the beliefs that are causing, you know, issues in the relationship, and how can we bridge that gap? You know, then we look at, you know, the purpose, you know, as a couple, do we have a common purpose? Are we united? And, and what are the things that can bring us together? You know, uh, once we talk about purpose, then we talk about choices. You know, what are the choices we need to make to help this relationship not only work out, but move further along the the path towards marriage For a lot of couples that that want marriage, especially if they see me for uh, premarital counseling. You know, and then after we talk about choices, we talk about action. Because, you know, you can do a lot of discussions, you can have all the plans, but as you know, if you don't take the right steps, Nothing's going to change. In order to get a different result, you have to do something different. So it's really important for couples out there to take the actions, to take the steps. Don't wait till it's too late. You know, get the help you need to help your relationship to move forward. And then once you're advised on what those steps should be, you really got to do them. And finally, it's accountability. I think it's really important for couples to be accountable to each other, and if not to each other, at least to their coach or their relationship counselor to help them improve the relationship. You know, like I said before, don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait till you're in trouble to finally start getting the help that you need. It's really easy to see the areas in your relationship where you're struggling, and I always encourage couples to go early to
0: counseling. So what about those new couples, people that are just dating and they're just getting together and they're like, well, okay, so, you know, how do I look at these kinds of compatibility keys? And you matchmake people. So uh, you're like a yenta yeah. here. And, and so how do you <laughs> p- find those? We only have a minute left or so, but how do you <laughs> find whether people are compatible?
1: Well, it's a pretty extensive process. It's a, it's an interview we Uh, Go through your family history, likes, dislikes. We talk about the things you're uh, passionate about. And we're trying to find somebody as close as possible to not only what you want, but also has the mental, emotional makeup that would make sense for you to be with them. Um, We go through a process where, let's say, for instance, we have a guy who's a client. We'll interview 12 women from the 12 women. We'll find three that we think would be a good match and then set them up on a date. Wow. That's pretty cool. Now, tell us...
0: Uh, That's really cool. I I think that that is really cool what you do. Tell people where they can find out more about you.
1: Absolutely. Go to quintessentialmatch.com. We have our information on the website. We also have an 800 number. That's 1-800-273-0804, extension 17.
0: Wow. So you can go to quintessentialmatch.com and see if you find somebody that you are compatible with and using some of these keys to compatibility and seeing if you really match up with the person that you already are with and looking at some of these components that that Carl has discussed and maybe take a look at yourself and see if it's going that way in your relationship. And if you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.